Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I am your host tonight, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and tonight I am joined by Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato, and making his triumphant return, we have Zach Markham, Apple Zach's, ladies and gentlemen. How are you fellas doing tonight? Doing great, guys. How are you guys doing? Yeah, glad man. to be back, man. Yeah. It feels, uh, feels like I was away from home. And yeah. I'm finally, yeah. finally back, you know. Welcome with, home, uh, brother. Welcome home. With a bag full of dirty laundry. <laughs> well, go ahead, man. The laundry's yours. Start washing those clothes, man. Right, man. We really Hello. are excited to have you back. Awesome. And, uh, it's the only way those youngins come home anytime. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> These they days. need something from us. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, the problem with keeping young talent around, Shimato. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, there might be this guy named Tiny that comes through uh, asking if I'm here. Uh, I am not. No. Yeah, yeah, just say no. Just no. Okay. So, what the listeners may have noticed was that uh, we are missing T-Roll. T-Roll is off gallivanting on, hanging out with his wife, or doing something fancy. I don't know what he's doing. But he's not here. Or, maybe he just decided not to be here because we're reviewing a DC property. Mm, Convenient. Very convenient, Mr. Marvel Stan over there. Um, Don't get me wrong. I'm a Marvel fan. But DC is where my heart truly lies. Yeah. This, um, isn't, this isn't Star Wars content? No, I got to get out of here. Yeah. All right, guys. Mark, I'll see you all later. Wait, 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 wait come back. No. <laughs> all right, he, all right, okay, right. He's, yeah. here, he's here still. Okay. All right. Anyway, so with all that being said, uh, we are reviewing Shazam! Fury of the Gods today. Yep. Shazam. And uh, before we dive any deeper into the, the movie, I want to go ahead and uh, take care of business. Okay. Follow us on YouTube. Watch us on YouTube, please, at Royal Geek Pod, Royal Geek Podcast. Follow us on all of our socials, at Royal Geek Podcast. Instagram, Twitter. We're doing some fun things on Twitter right now. That's all I got to say. We're doing some fun things on Twitter. Yeah. Um, So, all that being said, let us dive into our review of Shazam. So, this is the sequel I can't believe this movie got a sequel. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, DC's doing some things. It may not mean anything since James Gunn's taken over now. But uh, how did you guys feel about the sequel, Shimada? Um, I mean, I felt like it was a, I felt like it was a fun ride. Uh, the first one, it, it didn't take itself too seriously. I don't feel like this one, um, you know, as an overall movie, took itself too seriously. Uh, there may have been certain characters who took themselves too seriously. I feel like, <laughs> we'll but. <laughs> but I felt like it was a it was a fun ride. Um, I think for the first time in a long time, I didn't have any huge issues with anything that was CGI. Like I felt like they did a pretty solid job. I, DC runs into this all the time where there'll be a couple of scenes that just like that just slap you in the face and you're like takes you out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. it just yeah. takes you out of it. And I felt like they did a pretty good job of not falling into those pitfalls. So I felt like they did a good job of rounding that out. Um, you know, I, I, I like the fact that they, it was a pretty cohesive storyline that they told in the sense of, you know, things kind of led to each other and stuff like that. Um, uh, things from the previous one meant something in this in this one as well. That's a good point. Um, Very good so, point. like, it, it wasn't just a secondary random thing. It was something that they, um, some from a previous, the previous movie, like they added emphasis to something else and it meaning something. So that, I thought that was really cool. So I felt like it was a pretty solid movie. Um, I'd say like probably like a 7.5 roughly for me. Yeah. I, 
I know that might be a little high, but you know, okay. I, I personally enjoyed it. All right. Well, good, man. Good. Mark them. So I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. Um, when I went and saw this movie uh, with Justin uh, the other night. It was, it was um, a fun date, by the way. It, it was a fun date. I picked him um, up and everything. It was yeah, a romance. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because uh, we had so much fun the last time we did it. Uh, <laughs> but that's a different story. Uh, however, uh, my big reveal is is that I did not watch the first movie of <laughs> <Yeah>. Shazam. <laughs> or uh, cared to watch the first movie of yeah. Shazam. Uh, however, I was able to just piece together everything that happened at Shazam. Yes. Yeah. And the second movie with the references and all that kind of stuff. Um and I agree with Shimato. It was a it was a fun movie. Um I feel like it's one of those movies that, you know, that you'll go and see on a Tuesday afternoon. Um, you know, just when you have some free time. Buy time, uh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. buy time, you mm-hmm. know. Um you know, I was expecting, you know, The Rock to be in there for some reason. Uh, he wasn't. Uh, I think I <laughs> nope. had my heroes mixed up, even though they have the same logo and uh, got their powers from the same wizard. They are um, pretty intertwined. Yeah, yeah. they're very inter- very intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I did feel, though, that the there was a lot of stuff going on with the commentary that was just, like, a little, like, goofy for me. And um, when I say goofy for me, like, I'm not just, like, I, I don't want you guys to feel like I'm just, you know, crapping on y'all's DC movie. That's not what I'm doing here. It was goofy to me in the way that Thor Love and Thunder was goofy to me. Okay. All right. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So. I, I will say, though, I feel like this movie was more purposefully goofy in the sense of it was, you, you got to think of, like, six of the main characters are teenagers. Right. Correct. You know, so I feel like it was purposefully set up to kind of play into that hand. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But uh, sure. I mean, overall, Markham. I mean, overall take. Uh, overall take. Uh, it was good. Um, okay. All right. You know, I, I would probably go watch it. You know, again. Um, you know, maybe like with my wife or something if she wanted to see it, or uh, or I'll probably never watch it again unless it's like on Fox or something uh, one day. Um, okay. But I, I give it a. My rating would be a. I give it a six. Six. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was a six. Um, I thought the movie was enjoyable. Um, I did think that there were some elements to it that were were very entertaining. Uh, I I did. Markham, you said something after the movie yesterday that I think has still resonated with me, and it was a it was a cute movie. It was it was it was fun and cute, which I don't know if I want that description. For a, in, DC, in, for a movie. DC movie, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want that, but that's what it was. That's what it was to me. It was fun, cute movie, and for me, I don't know. There was just a lot of things that just didn't land for me. For one, there was one to two characters that just didn't know what movie they were in, and yeah. then another thing was in the first Shazam movie, uh, Zachary Levi's performance as Shazam was very charming and very like, oh, okay, this guy. He's a he's a teenager. Yeah, and he, in a grown man's in body. In a grown man's body. Yeah. In this movie, kind of felt like he got hit in the head with a hammer. I was completely taken out of the movie by his performance because it was just more of like in your face. Like I'm trying so hard to be a teenager right now. Yeah. And I have yeah. no sense of what a teenager actually is. But this is what I think a teenager is. And with that taking me out of the movie so much. It kind of skewed my overall experience. So, yeah, Zachary Levi kind of went 
hard into what he thought a teenager is right now. Yeah. I, I don't really know what a teenager is right now, to be honest with you, but if it is what Zachary Levi was portraying, then okay, cool. I'll give him credit. But I got a sneaking suspicion that that's not what an actual teenager is these days in that in that performance yeah. that he just gave. Yeah. So yeah, it, it no, took me man. out of the movie. Yeah. And, and for me, I'm going to go ahead and just... I love DC. I think Shazam has potential to be a phenomenal character. But overall, uh, this is like a 5.5 for me yeah. at best. Wow. So, I don't know. There's a lot of things. Shimano, I want to go ahead and dive into some some things right away. And it's I mentioned one to two characters that yes. didn't know what movie they were in. And we may or may not have brought up a little bit before the pod, and I was... Yeah. We, we've, we've had some agreement. side conversation. So, first first person, Lucy Liu. Yeah. She was she's first off, she's flat. a she's a beloved darling of my childhood where she was absolutely fantastic in multiple movies. Multiple, multiple yeah. movies where I was like, I love this I love this lady. Right. But you're right. She was flat. Yes. And she didn't realize that she was in like a superhero movie or something because her lines that she delivered were so supposed to be quote unquote over the top menacing. Yes. But they were not. But they were not because there was nothing there. Yeah, nothing it, there because of Shazam and his responses and like his quirky goofiness and being a teenager. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it was largely just the way she presented it. Like mm-hmm. I, like like I sort of brought this up before the pod, but uh, I felt like there's a possibility that she needs the natural atmosphere of being in the scene and the CGI that she was. Dealing with may have taken her out of it. I kind of, kind of feel like yeah, that. That's a possibility. Is that maybe there was too much CGI in it for her, and there wasn't enough real world world interaction for her to be able play to of, like, yeah. yeah, to play off of, to really dig her teeth into the role. Fair or enough. maybe she just didn't care. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, I don't think she cared, man. I, I just don't think she cared. Um, paycheck came calling, uh, right? That's what it was. Yeah, paycheck came calling. She was like, sure, uh, but here, here's what it boils down. Bo- boils down to okay uh if you're an actor or actress right um and you know you get offered to play a part in a movie um i feel like you're going to care based on how well like the movie is written how well the script is how well your lines are and if you get a a mediocre script and your character is to deliver mediocre lines you're going to ultimately deliver a mediocre performance that's a fair point Fair point. So I mean, but, but I mean, it's up to you to the as the actor to, you know, lift up whatever is around you, though. That, no, then that and that is true. An, an actor could take a role that is so small, so little, in, in, insignificant, and make it a standout. Yeah, and that's what she had the opportunity to do because she was not the main sister; she was a second sister. She was not. She yeah. was not the main one, but she had a chance to potentially to steal the spotlight. Yes, she completely ruined whatever the heck yeah. they're trying to accomplish. And I mean there's a lot of other things to factor into. I mean like we we've all heard the saying like you get what you paid for like you know what was their contract? Like how much was she yeah. getting paid for? Yeah. Yeah. Like I know like if if I was an actor and I was pretty confident in my acting abilities but this is paying so much I'm like all right all right cool this will this will pay rent for me but I got you know this in the back pocket that I'm passionate about. That's, yeah. that's what that's what sort it of boils down to if you're passionate about the role you're playing or yeah, not. And I, I just I just feel like the passion just wasn't there for her. Yeah, I mean they're definitely for whatever reason, whether it was whatever it may have been. I, I just don't feel like Lucy Liu was like 
sold on playing this part. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I do. And another person who I felt like didn't realize what movie they were in is Freddy. Yeah, I felt like he. I felt like someone told him, "Dude, you can win an Oscar for this." Like, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, like, no, they, they, they lied to him for sure." Like because... he, he was he was over the top. Yes. Every moment that he could be, um, and of course, you know everything that he was was just like it was over the top, kind of unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's the thing, Freddie. Uh, Freddie came out swinging, no, in no relation to Freddie Freeman at all. Yeah. But uh, Freddie came out swinging, like he was going to knock this role out of the freaking park. Yes. His his uh, side story of like wanting to be the hero, uh, wanting to go out on his own, that kind of thing, like it, it just did not hit for me at all. Yeah, and the fact that he played up that hero like role of Captain Every Power, yeah, and then he tried to woo the new girl on campus with that role. I just I don't know, man. There was just something it's- about that. It just so seemed weird. it just seemed like a very typical high school, yes, like, yes. Dis, like Disney high school very sitcom, angsty, not well done, yes, <laughs> it, angsty. Yeah, which we're so glad that T rolls not here because he would have, yeah, he it, may have walked out of the theater. I don't, yeah, he like, would not have made it <laughs> past that scene, yeah, dude, even the rooftop scene. And then you had the freaking bullies, right? That came yes. and bullied oh. him and everything. The most stereotypical then, bullies in the history of oh yeah, high school that, movies. That these bullies probably like I hope to God they didn't exist like anywhere else, but like these. These bullies, like they, they don't exist in high school, man. Like no, like nobody's gonna walk up to a kid that has crutches. With a crutch. Do you know what else yeah. I found ridiculous? As hard like, as they can in the stomach. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole part with like Diedrich Bader coming up. I mean, like the teacher to intervene, but not really intervening at all. Yeah. No, like no, that right. was a weird like, like hey, interaction. Let's... Like he didn't do anything to the bullies. No, he let him go. Yeah, he man, let well, them go. Let them, and then he dapped them up like he did something. Like, he did yeah, that yeah, he was yeah, like, like did something insane. Yeah. He deserved well, that. Yeah, well, you know, he got crucial he got, death. He got, he got what was coming to him. Yeah. yeah, I say I say crucial death because it, in the grand scheme of things, it, it was that moment was made out to be like it was supposed to be a jaw dropping death, but it was so insignificant into the entirety of the yeah. movie that it didn't mean anything at all. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, like I said, um, although I did give it a seven point five, there were definitely flaws, like we've been talking about here. And you know, I do feel like I, I just feel like there was there were some definitely redeemingly funny parts, and you know, it was it, it was purposely light in in a lot of the things. Yeah. And you know, I like the I like the fact that it kind of you know didn't take itself too seriously. I like from that, that kind of yeah. point of view, um, which is something that is very rare in the DC universe, um, would be kind of an interesting idea. Is like if they were to um, do a, a crossover between Shazam and have them like interact with like Teen Titans Go, <laughs> like like yeah. I think that would be yeah. very interesting because they kind of have a similar feel to them in the sense that they are both very like Four kids self deprecating. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean. Have you watched Teen Titans Go? I have. It's really it's it good. is quite yeah. good. It is good. Yeah. It is quite mm-hmm. enjoyable to watch Teen Titans yeah. Go. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, you're right, Shimano. You're right. Um, I do think that um, it. I enjoyed how self aware it was. I, I think it, they knew what they wanted to do, um, which I, I I enjoyed that aspect of it. But it's the ones that didn't get that didn't buy in. It's the ones that didn't buy into the the whole. Uh, 
we're going to make a movie and it's going to be fun filled action co- comedy. Yeah. It's the ones that took it too seriously that kind of really took me out of the movie overall. But yeah. Some some things that I did enjoy, all right? Jaimin Hansu was 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 great as the as the wizard. Yeah. And I I liked his scene where he was uh in the jail cell and they reveal that the staff is there and they they want him to reunite it and then they whisper in his ear and he like has to hold it and then they force him to put it together and say the words like that whole scene was really really yes. cool to me yeah, and, it was, and then it was, I liked, was a good scene. it was actually some decent like foreshadowing ele- elements in there with him like pulling on it I mean, they did just enough to where like you could tell that something was going to happen yeah. from that yeah. but not enough to where it was I felt that like they were well, relatively even handed where it wasn't like oh, over the top hitting you over the head that there was something going on, but you could tell something was going on. Yeah, right. and when he pulled that splinter out of his nail, oh god! Oh, that was. There's just oof. something about anything that has to do with nails in any movie yeah. ever gets me every freaking time, man. It just so cringe and disgusting. Yes, it was, just, uh, it was a really long splinter. It was, yeah, my god! Like, like, especially for where it was coming out of. Oh, was there enough room in that no, nail? To come I don't out know, of? but it was. How long? How long was he keeping that thing in there for, man? Like. Yeah, we how long did yeah. he have to have that burden? Oh, I mean, did, did he did he get a did he get a techni shot afterwards? Like, yeah, he should have like, for sure. Like, these are the questions that we need to know. <laughs> I mean, unanswerable questions. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a wood staff, so you wouldn't get a tetanus shot because the tetanus is related to metal. Dun dun dun. I thought it was metal. No, it was wooden. It was yeah. wooden. Yeah. It, was, it, was, cause it was from the tree. Well, the, the, it was it was made from the tree, tree of, of life. life. So. Or, so oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> he really wasn't. Anyway, <laughs> um, he was too busy with his Twitch channel, which yeah, did uh, yeah, comment you guys, yeah, for yeah, uh, yeah, comment for you more know. Twitch details. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, here's the thing. All right, tell me. There was Play a, it on there, me. there were some good moments. Okay, uh, another good moment that I thoroughly enjoyed was. The when the wizard goes to Billy Batson in his dream and he's having a date with yes. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. In, in, we, in Paris. Were, were we sure that was Wonder Woman though? Like I, are I we hundred percent positive it was Wonder Woman? It, I would assume I mean, that it ha- I would assume that it was. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the fact that I mean, of course, spoiler. She shows up later. Yeah. So why not whoa, have her? Whoa, have whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not a spoiler what? because no no no. Yes, no. true. No, 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 no. Was I asleep during that part? Listen, it is not a spoiler. Because they They've revealed it, it in the final trailer because they're Gosh. idiots. We'll get to that in a little bit. Oh, I didn't even watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but uh. the fact that he's having his little dream sequence and he's getting ready to, to kiss Wonder Woman and, he, and she turns around and it's Jaiman Hansu's face on top of yes. Wonder Woman's body. I enjoyed that. I thought that was clever. I thought that was yes. fun. And I was like, this really better be a dream sequence. And then it turned out to be a dream sequence. And Billy Batson, uh, 100% a teenager. Because he's having a dream about Wonder Woman. Yes. And it, it just it made sense. It made sense. Although I do feel like there's some really weird like camera work in that scene. I mean, of course, it was purposeful because you weren't yeah. supposed to see the face. But it was right. some really weird ca- camera work that they did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was all strategic because... I mean, yes. You're not supposed to see you were it. watching the movie before seeing the trailer and didn't know that, that Wonder Woman was going to be in it, you would have been like, oh, wow, is she in it? Here she is. Oh, my goodness. Yes. This is going to be incredible. And then you f- tease and fake them out, and then yes. they're like, oh, okay, they really couldn't. They did the, they did last movie where they put Superman, but they didn't show his face, that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. 
then you'd be like, okay, cool. But then you know because you watch the stupid trailer and DC yes. well, can't hold their freaking cards to their chest. Well, for one, the, react- the reaction that you just described was my exact reaction, mainly because I didn't watch the trailer. So I did. Yeah, I did get that that's experience right. when that happened. You were like, "Oh, she's coming!" Like he, like she, he, like yeah, tapped yeah, my yeah. arm, like, uh, uh, like he was a giddy schoolboy. Like he's like, uh, "Oh my goodness, she's not gonna reveal Diana Prince!" Like, and here's Gal Gadot. And then uh, I, I looked at her like, "Dude, you're freaking ridiculous." She's, this is not the scene that she was in in the, the trailer. Yeah. And then uh, it's it's Jaime Hansu, and I can see the disappointment on his face. And I was like, "Oh, dude, this guy is yeah. so so sad right now. What a pathetic little child this guy is." But, you uh, wish you would have had that reaction, dude. Don't lie. Uh, I mean, you I wish would, I would have had that reaction if I didn't see the freaking trailer two days before yeah. the movie. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Now, um, how would you would have felt if they did that TV spot, mm-hmm. and that's the only scene that they that they actually showed the body of Wonder Woman? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, that would have been misdirect for sure. Yes, but uh, I, I that would have been a huge middle finger, but like a it massive, been... massive middle finger. Um, but uh, okay, so another thing I liked about the movie before we, <laughs> I mean, I can go all day about things I didn't like, but another thing I liked, so. Actually, you know what? This is like a piggyback. Like, it's like a thing I didn't like and a thing I did like. I did not like Zachary Levi attempting to be a teenager uh, for the way too long in this movie, right? But what I did like was Megan Good, her character... As Darla? As Darla. She did a phenomenal job of playing a younger yes. girl. Which like, I, like my, 10, I maybe think she 10, is. Maybe 8 to 10 yeah. in that range. I think she did a phenomenal job portraying her. As, I, I did feel as like she encapsulated adult. like the bubbly joy yes. of like you know a, of a young Skittles, child. Skittles, the taste of the rainbow, yes. yeah. taste like, the rainbow. I, I, I yeah. thought that she did a fantastic job. I did enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just the even the child actor of uh, of her was, yes. did a phenomenal job. Yeah, like, I, 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 I did feel like fun. they did some good stuff with that kind of stuff. Even like they. It wasn't just she had random Skittles in her pocket. Right. You see Skittles earlier in the movie, and they, she she uses them for other things. Yeah. Um, which I felt like that was kind of, I was actually a really, I enjoyed that scene when she was like, she's like, I believe everybody deserves deserves food, but you only get the, but you only get the yellow ones. Yes, that's like, right. Yeah. I, I felt like that was a great <laughs> scene. Like, that was like a great, like, form of, like, a child like their mindset and how they would do something like to punish someone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, have you guys had yellow Skittles? Like they're disgusting. Of course, man. Of course. Bro, they're gross. <laughs> you know, they're not the favored for sure. No. They're no redder as maybe a uh, controversial purple. They're no redder yeah. purple for me. I, I love the redder purple. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I like the green ones. Green, yeah, oh yeah. Wait, green. wait, wait, wait. Green when they were green apple or lime or which one? The lime. Lime. Okay. Yeah, dude, green lime. That's that's a big deal. That's a difference. Yeah, I'm not a fan of green, green apple. Took over for a while, and then lime finally made its triumphant return. So, yeah. anyway, that's a that's a that's a pod for another day. Uh, yeah, but uh, so yeah, I did enjoy her. Um, she was something that yeah, was, she uh, was she was really good. Um, what were you guys' thoughts on Mary? What were you guys' thoughts on Mary? Because uh, remind, remind me who Mary, Mary <laughs> the was. The older again. sister. The older sister. The one who wa- looked exactly the same when she uh, turned into Shazam yes. and when she was an 18-year-old. Which I have a, a headcanon uh, that 
the Shazam, when you Shazam, like use the Shazam powers when you're not 18, you look like somebody who is older over the age of 18. But if you turn 18 and Shazam, you'll look the exact same because you don't need to portray yourself as a grown up. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it is kind of like your, it's your, I think it's your projection of being an adult. Yes. Like that's kind of what it is. As you mm. project uh, your visage of what you would think of yourself as, as an adult. Yeah. So, like, for example, um, I forgot the um, the Hispanic kid's name, but, um, like, he, he, of course, he saw himself as being, you know, fit. And, I want to say it was either Miguel or Gabriel. One of the two. <laughs> one of the two. That would, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's possible. Either one of those are possible. But, I'll, I'll you even know. throw a Carlos in there. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy but uh, yeah he portrayed himself as as muscular and you know and uh fit and like that kind of thing right but yeah um i i feel like the uh, like i understand the struggle they were trying to like kind of put on the family and stuff like that and him having to deal with the whole idea of you know letting go a little bit because he'd been he had all these traumas in the in his own past and how they were related to, you know, him holding on too much. Yeah. And I do feel like they kind of, like, she kind of unnecessarily blamed him for, like, her not going off to college. Like, yeah. I don't understand, like, why she couldn't have just went off to college. Right, exactly. And, you know, just been cool with it. I mean, unless she was trying to say, like, oh, well, I need to go, t- I need to stay home to work to be able to help the family be able to, you know, have this house. If that's the reason, then I kind of understand it a little bit more. But I feel like she was kind of blaming um, Billy for for the fact that she was staying home. Like, there was something that he had, like, asked her to do or s- decided to stay, um, which I felt like was a little unnecessary on her part. Yeah. Um, I felt like... She was just kind of there. Do you feel like she was stepping on too many toes? Like every time that Billy tried to, like, you know, make a group decision and stuff, he always like leaned on her a little too much. I don't know. I feel like it kind of took away from him being the main superhero because he was always asking her advice. That kind it, of thing. Is, it is true because, like, I, I, w- I will admit, even though he was, he's supposed to be the leader. Like I, I don't know, maybe it was partially just because of the fact that at they were dealing the with the, the dynamic of the fact yeah. that when they're not, um, when they're not superheroes, she's kind of mm-hmm. the lead, and when they are superheroes, he's kind of the lead. So it creates this like a power dynamic a little yeah. bit. You know, it's like how do you make that adjustment between those two worlds? Which it'd have been nice if they had kind of like been more definitive about you know, who has the power in those situations um, and, you know, who runs it, yeah. you know, one way or the other. Um, but I, I don't know. I felt like she was more just kind of there. Like yeah. she wasn't yeah. ex- exactly. I, I feel like they were like Shazam and Freddie and Darla were the, the, were by far the, you know, interesting characters yeah. in the sense of like the ones you kind of got to know and the others were just kind of there they were just kind of filling out the crowd in a way yeah i i agree with that aspect of those those three were definitely those the standouts for sure um i don't know markham was pedro, there any, by the way pedro oh I, that would have been my fourth guess that would have been <laughs> my fourth guess Gosh. Mm. uh markham like anything else really stand out? since somebody who didn't see the first one uh anything else stand out to you that you feel like you want to bring light um all right, so whenever they planted the the okay. apple yeah, and everything, we'll the tree and the tree life, you know, 
uh, spawn, and you had all those creatures and everything that came in. Um, I just felt like it was like really cool. I feel like they did a really good job with the CGI and everything with the yeah. yes. with, with yes. the creatures and everything. Um, and then like once it gets down, like you know, they're terrorizing the city, and it turns out that the that the alpha creature, alpha beast, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, turned out to be the unicorn. <laughs> I got super excited uh, with that just because I've been playing a lot of Hogwarts Legacy lately. Oh yeah, and yeah. and like the unicorn is just—it's just cool, man. It's just freaking cool. And then they made this unicorn look so much more cooler, uh, like I, the Batman—the yeah. Batman of unicorns. Yes, exactly. I believe I actually like leaned over to you in the theater. And I was like, "That's the most badass unicorn I've ever seen in my life." Yeah, yeah. but uh. Um and then like the emer- the emergence of the unicorn how yeah, awesome was dude, that it was they're looking sick. into the the little uh, cave tavern of the parking garage yes and like it's hatching from the sap yes and uh, it just emerges and it's just so vile and like mean and I, I do feel like they did a good job of like mixing true mythology with this comic universe and making things kind of match up and everything like that. I, I do think they did a pretty good job of niching, mixing storylines like that. Yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, you're right. Those monsters, the CGI re- was done really well. Yes. I, I was actually thinking when I was watching all of like the dragon fight scenes and the monster mythical fight scenes and some of the magic powers, I was like... Expecting man, something to slip well, off? No. Well, no, I was like, I thought to myself... Maybe Marvel should hire some DC uh, yeah. uh, visual effects yeah. people because usually they get a bad rep, man. Yeah. Like usually yes. they get yeah. a really bad rep with CGI, but I feel like in this yeah. one they did DC a pretty came good. to play in this one, man. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, yeah, they did a pretty good job. I will admit, I've been pretty like over the last like two years. There's been some scarring moments in CGI, like where like they've just been taking us out mm-hmm. of like whatever is going on. But I felt like to the point to where I was. Probably more critical than I really needed to be while watching this, but I was actually really impressed. Yeah, I was too. like, I was really paying attention to what was going on and you know CGI moments and stuff like that. And I felt like they did like an in, it, truly like yeah. an incredible job of doing really good work in the CGI realm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I was on board for the CGI for sure. Uh, the other thing I enjoyed was I don't know if it was this way in the first movie. Uh, you guys will have to tell me like if it was or not. Um, but like so in their lair, right? Um, that one section of the lair that had like all the doors. Yes. I guess where he was like traveling through the doors. Right. Does it ever like elaborate on that, or was it just, or was that just like a thing? And you don't know like what's behind the doors. Is it like a wormhole? Like what's like what goes on? Like what's um, all that about? In the first movie, he kind of, it's not their lair at all. It's, mm. it's, that is where the wizard lived. Yeah. Basically. Mm. And he went to, basically, he ends up going into there and, um, it doesn't look anything like that, of course. It's, this is, that was actually like one of the reveals is, is the fact they've turned it into their lair. They've made it into this like yeah. clubhouse oh, nice. in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, so it was like this ancient, like, world that they were in and uh and a lot of this stuff and i think they were i don't i'm not sure if i don't remember them going to, to, into detail about it really was other than the fact that it's just like you know basically doorways into other realms yeah, pretty it's much the uh e- eternal stone is the is the place where they're at they're, right that's uh, the, sounds right yeah because yeah. and it, so th- what that is essentially if i can put it in if i can explain it to a marvel fan all right uh-huh. what it, what it is essentially is uh 
it's kind of like the TVA, like the the void where okay. uh, Loki is talking to the He Who Remains. Okay, it's kind of that, or it, it exists outside of of the norm, and those doors reconnect to different aspects of uh, of I guess reality. Yeah, and, and it goes to different areas, that kind of thing. Because like I feel like I feel like they could build on that, and they probably are already are building on that i mean you guys are they, the they've DC. built a lot so far on that because it was kind of a throwaway thing in the first movie and now it's like yeah. a, a a very convenient plot point it, it so. seems yeah. it seems like a like uh dc is doing a version of what marvel do with like uh vir- like alternate realities and stuff yeah like that. realities dimensions and worlds yeah. and that kind of thing All right, yeah cool. um cool. but yeah i think i thought the lair was pretty cool as yeah. well um so two two standouts for me all right, two standouts, and uh, I, we gave two duds, and I'm going to give you two standouts. Uh, one, Helen Mirren actually did a really good job. Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually was actually enjoyed really, it. yeah, I, I enjoyed her quite a bit, too. When I saw the trailers and I first saw that they showed Helen Mirren as the villain, I was like, this this can't be good. Like, she, Helen Mirren's a fantastic actress. Like, she does a phenomenal job in almost everything that she does. Yeah. And I was just like, as a Shazam villain, like, I don't understand, because Shazam has, like, all the powers of the gods, and he's almost as strong as Superman. He's yeah. almost as fast as fast as Flash. Like he's he's that I, level of, of hero. I, I, I was a little worried about yeah. like the physical aspect of right. it. It's like you know, but like CG where is it so going to go? But right. they did do a pretty good job of like mm-hmm. ha- with her interactions. Mm-hmm. They kind of kept it. They 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 did a good job of bottled, body doubling her when they needed to and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same. Like I actually kind of have the same type of you know worries about. In the Flash movie coming up, like how are they going to get Michael Keaton to, um, you know, do the physicalness that is necessary to be Batman? So that'll be interesting to see how that plays. You know, just as a further further note. Um, But yeah, like I I enjoyed her quite a bit. Like I enjoyed her more than I was expecting to. Yeah, yeah, I did too. And I think actually, to tell you through one of the parts that actually makes Lucy Liu thing worse is like it was an intriguing idea for you know you have this one overarching sister. And then you have the second sister who you could tell they were building up like a jealousy. Yes. You know, through and like she felt that, you know, slight as she was going up. And then, you know, I felt like if Lucy Lou had been more into it or what, whatever obstacles were there for her, I like I could have been like maybe one of the best villain performances that we could have seen in any DC movie that we've seen so far in the DCEU. Right. Um, you know, but it was, you know, played off kind of weakly. And I, I did like the, you know, um, the reveal of the third sister. That was an interesting, like, they actually kept it under wraps pretty well, I feel like, unless they give it away in the last trailer, which I don't know if they did or not. But um, th- they actually kept it under wraps. They were like, oh, wait, there's a third sister. Right. I felt like that was a pretty interesting, like, reveal there where they were like, oh, and then... You know, I mean, they kind of telegraphed it. Like, you knew there was something up with her. Right. When she was into the, you know, and, into Freddy. And, well, right. And I think, uh, I think you, you led into it perfectly because I was going to say that the next best thing for me that stood out was the third sister, third sister, Rachel, Rachel Ziegler. I thought she did a really good job as that third sister. Yeah. The one down 
down thing that I would say about her was it was very cringy to just have to interact yeah. with a six thousand year old and a seventeen year old. But uh besides that, I thought that she did a fantastic job and I, I she she's a she's gonna be a star and, yeah. and because well her first movie role was West Side Story by Steven Spielberg. Yes. And Shazam Fear of the Gods is her second movie role. So I think she's uh, kind of bursting onto the scene here with. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think she's supposed to be Snow White, isn't yes, she? Yes, she's going to yeah. be Snow White. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, man. Cool, yeah, man. Yeah. So she's going to be uh, sticking around for a while. And I think yeah. she did a really good job. I enjoyed her. I enjoyed her chemistry with uh, Freddie, actually. Yeah. I thought that they played off each other very well. Um, she played a high schooler much better than uh, Zachary Levi did, that's yeah. for sure. Um, but uh, she she played that part very believable, and uh, I wouldn't mind actually seeing like a teen rom com with her in it. Actually, yeah. I would watch that. So um, I enjoyed her as well. Yeah. Um, so I will say that those were a lot of good good things we we went on talking about, right? I want to I want to go throw another bad thing in there. All right. Okay. Another, another bad thing in there. Lay it on me. Yeah, lay it on you. Uh, the fact that it was set in Philadelphia. Actually, you know what? I was going <laughs> to... Okay. It's on. It's in Philadelphia. They have that whole opening sequence on the bridge, right? Yeah. Where right. they were revealing everybody, and the bridge is destroyed completely, and then you get the news of, like, oh, the the what, the Philly fiascos? Yes. Is that what they call them? Something like that, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, this whole, it was a subplot that didn't really get uh, fleshed out. Like, it was... They save the day, but they kind of ruin everything around them, that whole thing. And then they immediately cut to the lair, and they're like, okay, let's play it back. And they're like trying to uh, – Zachary Levi's character, is Billy, is trying to play back what they could have done better. Well, obviously that's not working because they're known as the fiasco, the Philly fiasco. Yeah. So they're destroying everything. That whole subplot never came to – like never played out because they never had a moment to where they saved the day and it didn't cause a fiasco. So I don't know. I feel like that was just there just to be there and yep. it didn't really serve a purpose to the plot. Uh, I mean, I understand what you're getting at there, but uh, I think it was kind of, I think it was kind of just built off the idea of superheroes kind of make a mess. You know, like yeah. we, we in, saw, in we general, saw, we saw that in man of steel and there yes. was, there was actually aftermath for, um, those events, right? And is it, was are you saying that this is a DC's attempt to be like, hey, this this business is messy, and this is what you get, that kind of thing, or do you feel like it was too like in your face, like they're heroes, but we can't accept them because they destroy our things, that kind of thing? I think it was kind of just to show their. I think it was more to show that they are still learning, like they may. It, it was their way to show that yes, they are superheroes, but they're also still learning. They're still young. They're still making mistakes while doing this. They're not perfect, and I would think that's kind of what it was. Like the idea of yes, they can save all the people, but that doesn't mean they're going to save everything. Yeah, I, see, I, I think just, that was more what it was trying to get at. I just feel like it just didn't land for me. I just feel like it was another like a subplot that that didn't get resolved and. I think it was just kind of there to kind of get under Zach, uh, uh, Billy's skin in a lot of ways. And I think it was just another, it was a, it, I think really what I think it was, was gets down to almost what the therapist was saying in the way that 
they kind of played that off as, as a joke, though, too. Um, and the idea of he doesn't – everything about him is kind of like people kind of disown him in a way. Like you were talking about, like, his father and his mother and, you know, um, and then running away from all the foster homes. And then even his city is kind of disowning him. I think it was kind of digging into that, like, in the fact that the way that he feels about his his relationship with groups of people, his relationship with society in a lot of ways is kind of what I was sure. trying to get at as well. Yeah, good point. That's I mean, that's a good point. I, I mean, I can see that, but... I just, just for me, it just didn't stick the landing on that. On yeah, that for me, for me, uh, I, mean, I, I do think they could have done a better job of having him. Well, it would have been nice if they kind of fleshed out uh, that scene right before he fights the dragon with that dude he had met earlier in the movie, um, and kind of giving him almost like a Spider-Man moment. Right. You know where then, uh, just about every Spider-Man movie, he, they have that moment where like the city rallies behind him. Yeah. Um, and you know they kind of like. Yeah, like I feel like they could have done a little bit better job of making like as he's feeling his family like because it was right after his reconciliation with his mother or like like up until that moment like I knew that I knew that was coming up. I like you'd be like he, where he switches from calling her Rosa to calling her mom, right? Which I feel like I, I, that was actually that was actually one of my favorite parts. It's like the the culmination of that is like him coming to. The grips in that situation was changing from calling her Rosa to calling her mom. I yeah. felt like that was a relatively well done and touching moment. Um, but I think they could have done a better job of the city accepting them as superheroes. Maybe a little deeper moment there, or even afterwards, yeah, kind of having that's what I would have wanted a little seen. more. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I, I do feel like they did miss an opportunity when they put the, the dome over the section of Philly, and they didn't make a Stephen King reference. Like, why would you not make a uh, dome reference. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I the mean, dome. Yeah. Or even like, I feel like we're in the Simpsons movie. Yeah. So, like yeah. something yeah. like, like, yeah, that would have been interesting. Yeah, they missed it. They, they, they missed they, the a huge opportunity. Or a Pauly Shore reference. Oh, yeah. I don't know, like yeah. something like, you know, <laughs> stuff, that would have been an inter- interesting yeah. thing to kind of build up or, you know, yeah. uh, yes. So, all right. So let's, let's talk about the post credit scenes real quick and then okay. we'll wrap up. Okay. So the first one we see yes. our peacemaker fellow yes. uh, brethren there. Um, right. Make an appearance, which you didn't watch. Peacemaker, yeah. Right? I didn't make yeah. I didn't watch. Peacemaker. Yeah. So I had to explain to him. I said, they're yeah, from, I, I, I leaned over and I was like, they're from peacemaker show in case you didn't understand. And I was like, Oh, and so okay. I don't understand how Amanda Waller is recruiting for the justice society. So the last we see of any inkling of Justice Society is in a different movie. Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam, yeah. right? Yep. How is Amanda Waller in charge of the Justice Society? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Because wasn't she, like, isn't the last thing that we know about her getting, her, didn't she get arrested at the end of Peacemaker? That's, that's yes. She yeah. got arrested at the end of Peacemaker. So then how is she then leading them? I, I, I don't know. I don't know either. But it, that's also followed up by: Does any of this matter? Because now that James Gunn's taken over, is, yeah. is Shazam going to continue in its entirety? Are these post credit scenes going to mean anything? Now, yeah. I did see right before the post credit scene, it said a Peter Safran production. Peter Safran's still a co CEO with James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn is Peacemaker. Peacemaker was in this post credit scene. Peter Safran <laughs> produced Shazam. 
So is Shazam going to carry over to the James Gunn universe? Well, there's even the DCU? whole there's even the whole idea of by the end of the post credit scene, mm-hmm. although he technically accepted, but he kind of rescinded right after at the end. So like, it was that really anything solid in the first place? Right. Like, mm. e- even if even if it does like follow through. Did he actually technically accept anything right. from that? Because he wanted to be in the league, not the society, right? That kind of yes. thing, right? Right, yeah. He wanted to be with yeah. uh, and, uh, his lady. Yeah. And then yeah, with Wonder Woman, which yeah. they have an awkward moment uh, after he's dead slash undead. Yes. Um, I don't even want to go into that scene because that's I, for me, that just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I f- that was... It, didn't, it, it felt out of place. It just, yes. The whole very, thing very out of place. Out of place. Um, but... I did. I thought the post credits scene was funny when it ended with uh, Avengers Society. Like I yes. thought that was really, that was really a solid funny. line. That was a solid. Oh, line. It was I'll a little on that. the nose. It was. It was. I don't know. But I feel like for the style mm-hmm. that Shazam is going for, yeah. I felt like it was well in line yeah. and was. I agree. You know, a it, pretty solid little like nod. Yeah, I I enjoy that. Um, and then there was a second post credit scene which. This is all comes around to will it mean anything? Something right? about a butterfly or something <laughs> like that, right? So we get uh, uh, we get Mark Strong back as yes. as the villain in the jail cell, and he's got all this like cryptic stuff on the walls, and yeah. then you hear the uh, the voice box of uh, Mister Mind, the the caterpillar villain of uh, Shazam. Yes, which we he was teased in the post credit scene of. Uh, Shazam won, and now here he is. In oh yeah, yeah, I didn't remember that. Shut yeah. up, shut up, Markham. <laughs> uh, uh, and then here he is teased again, and he's like, he, he himself, Mister Mind, is teasing something greater and something bigger. So what leads me to believe is if Shazam continues in the James Gunn universe, right? Is Mister Mind? The Thanos of this all, because he's been teased in the post-credit scenes only. Yeah. And now, will he get a chance in the third Shazam movie to come to fruition and actually give us a awesome portrayal of Mister Mind? That's what I. That's what I'm wondering. Is it? Is, does that mean anything, or is this all for nothing? And James Gunn is going to like completely shell this. I don't know. Like it is. Yeah, that's so, the best answer. I think that's the best answer is I don't know. Like it's so confusing and convoluted as of the this moment mm-hmm. with just like what is he keeping? What is he not keeping? He's like he's literally it's like going to that I feel like it's almost like he's going to a house of a hoarder. Like and he's, like, trying to figure out what is salvageable right. at the moment. Like, and, you know, what? Well, yeah, there might be some really good stuff in here, but, like, we got to sift through what is good, what is bad. Yeah. Something that might have been really good, you got to throw away because it's been out of, because it's been destroyed by something terrible in right. the house as well. I kind of feel like that's exactly what's happening, is that he's going into almost like a, Porter's house, just trying to figure out what's figure what you can actually yeah. save of Which, this. This is probably gonna, Shazam's probably going to make his money. It's probably going to make money, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I like the first one better. That's uh, that's evident. I uh, mean, yeah, I feel uh, the first one was better, yeah, but I wasn't a huge fan of of this. But I think at the end of the day, uh, this is just a mediocre mid film and. 
I don't know. I'm I'm just excited to see what DC comes after production after this with under yep. under James Gunn. So, all that being said, um, Flash better be good. Flash better be amazing. It really it really needs to be. Yes. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see when we get yeah. there. So, anyway, It'll I be feel like we in a flash. I, it will be. You're right. Actually. <laughs> anyway, all that being said, I feel like we've exhausted all of our uh, Shazam talk. Yes. Literally. So. For Apple Zacks, yep. Shimato, and myself, Sandy, this is the Royal Geek Podcast, and we really appreciate you guys for listening and clicking subscribe and liking all of our socials at Royal Geek Pod. We thoroughly appreciate that. So, we will see you next time, you peasants. <laughs> <laughs>